Hey friends, thank you for tuning in to How to Live the Podcast, where we are figuring out this thingy called life. We are your hosts, Jess and Steph Dadon. Hello, friends. This is such a big and emotional episode for us to be recording because... We have some big news. We have some really big news and it wasn't until I hit the record button that I started to feel a little sad about what we're about to tell you. So we do need to tell you that we've decided this is going to be our last How to Live the Podcast episode. So sad. And so we obviously are so open on this podcast. So we want to be open with you about why we've decided that. And we actually got on a call a few weeks ago and we were brainstorming some ideas for where we're going to take the podcast next because it's something that's really inspired us and we're really passionate about learning about life and sharing this with you. And it's just come to a point where we feel like we've learned a lot. And when we did get together, we just felt like it's kind of come to its natural end for the moment. We don't know that it will be forever. We can't say for sure what's going to happen in the future. But for now, this is where we're going to be leaving this podcast. Yeah, and this has been one of the most incredible experiences. I even think as people, we've just grown so much and learned so much through this process. And to be able to connect with other humans in what I feel has been such a meaningful way, like one-on-one being in your ears and really showing you who we are and opening ourselves up in this really sometimes intense and uncomfortable way has been so beautiful and I feel so much gratitude to you for tuning in and offering us space and coming here with an open mind to hear about our points of view and get to know us more has been one of the most incredible gifts I think I've ever experienced. It really has. That was so beautifully put. And we realize we've done over 120 episodes. So you have been here with us. Well, whether it's been a few episodes you've listened to or whether you've been here for the full two and a half year journey, we just want to say thank you so, so much for tuning into this podcast and for giving us the opportunity to do this. And the concept of this podcast is we're figuring out this thingy called life. And boy and girl and non-binary, have we figured out this thingy called life? We feel like we figured out a lot of thingies over the last couple of years. And we thought today would be a really nice opportunity to actually reflect on some of those thingies that we have figured out and just how much we've changed as people over the last two and a half years. Me, Jess, you listening, all of us together. So that is what we are going to be chatting about today. And if you are really, really sad that you are not going to have any of Jess and Steph in your ears going forward, do not worry because we do have, that was the bad news. We got the bad news out of the way, but we do have some very good news as well. And that is that we're actually going to be starting a Tubes podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! So definitely encourage you to go and subscribe to Tubes in all your favorite podcast listening places. If you do want a little bit more of us, it's going to be different to this format. 
Our byline is we're figuring out can we save the planet but make it fashion. So it's going to be very sustainably focused and we're going to be questioning lots of things about the fashion industry and just the way that we exist as human beings because, you know, we love a little bit of existential sprinkled in. And it's going to be really interesting and fun. Yeah, we're going to be having so much fun while we do it. We always do. And so we're really, really excited about this new project. It feels like a great next step in our careers and where we are in life right now. So go, if you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, subscribe to Tubes, and then come back here and let's do this one final episode of How to Live the Podcast. So it's actually super funny. When I was reflecting on the podcast, I think my favorite thing about How to Live is that because it's just a reflection of me and you, Steph, we have been able to take it wherever we want. So if you look at the podcast over the last two and a half years, you actually see a really huge change in the things that we wanted to talk about and the things that we were interested in. You know, it started and it was like very fashion-based, very startup-based and girl boss and grind. Yes, super entrepreneurial. And then as you've seen over that time, our interests have really shifted and changed. And we've started to be really interested in the feminine principles of business and just how to be more balanced humans in general and work on ourselves. And so that's what you've seen come through over the last year or so. And I think that that's a really beautiful thing that we have been able to share here is just whatever the fuck we want to. I know. That is such a good point that it's gone on such a massive journey. And isn't that just indicative of how we are as humans We change, we adapt, and it's something you and I actually were speaking about on the weekend. Change can be quite scary and it's kind of nice to have the permission to change and be whoever we want to be and to be accepted in that. And it feels really nice to have had so many people come with us on this journey of change and also change in their own way at the same time Mm, yeah and we have changed so much throughout this period like one thing I really look back on and remember is how fucking scared I was to start this podcast like we had done so many things when we started we'd been a blog and then we'd been on Instagram and then we started tubes but nothing did I find scarier than having someone sit down and hear my voice in their ears, there is such an intimacy in that. For me, it felt like there was nowhere for me to hide. And it was ultimate imposter syndrome of everyone is going to figure out that I'm not that fabulous. And the podcast is going to be the avenue in which they make that discovery. (laughs) Oh my God. I had the exact same thought process. I remember being so in my head 
like we would be recording, but I would have this constant running dialogue of I'm not good enough. I have to think of something good to say right now. People are going to figure out exactly what you said, that I'm not interesting. I'm not funny. I'm not smart. All of these things. And it was funny because I remember even from the first episode, people would be like, oh, you're so good at this. And we've grown so much. We're so much better at doing this now. But it's just so funny how as humans, we're so critical on ourselves when nobody else is. And I feel like I speak to so many people who want to start their own podcast. And I feel like this is something that really holds people back. But I just wish that everybody could see that no one's looking at that in them. Everybody's interested by other people and what they have to say. We all have our own unique thing to bring. And we just kind of need to get out of our own way. And it's pretty cool that we have over this time, over the last two and a half years, wow, two and a half years is like such a long time is blowing my mind. But we really have managed to get out of our own ways in a big way. Well, and I think something that's been really special that it's exposed us to is we got to sit down with so many incredible people and they were all really different and they all shared really different strengths and really different weaknesses with us and we got to understand who they were and no two stories were the same. And I think I found that really empowering, the idea that each and every single one of us has something super, super special about us and just because we aren't like the Janine Ellis's of the world or Ingrid Newkirk, the founder of PETA, doesn't mean that we're not equally as special. And it's made me also be able to offer that idea to myself that just because I don't feel as articulate or I don't feel as funny doesn't mean what I have isn't the most special thing in the world as well because it's mine and nobody else's and each and every one of you have that. So true. So when I was reflecting on the podcast over the last two and a half years, the thing that will forever stand out to me the most, so much learning, so much growth, all of that good stuff. But we got to go to Meg Ryan's house and sit down with her and have a conversation for an hour. Like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) Yeah, that was the wildest thing we've ever done in our lives. It was so wild. And I don't even know if we've told you guys how that actually happened and the story of how it came about. But I feel like this is the perfect moment to reflect on that. Yes. So we were in New York. We had gone there. I think we'd gone to record podcasts. How crazy that that's something you could do a couple of years ago because now we can't even leave our houses most of the time in 2021 but we were in New York and we were about to go to LA as well we were going to be recording some podcast episodes I can't remember maybe we were there for fashion week as well that sounds like something we might have done back in 2018 or 2019 and I remember we were sitting at Russ and Daughters is it called it's that delicious bagel place yes that's where we were yeah so we're sitting at Russ and Daughters and I remember we got a message from Bianca who is our social media and PR coordinator and she helps with this podcast a lot and she texted us and she was like hey what do you guys think of Meg Ryan for the podcast do you know who that is type vibe and just to paint the picture a little bit Bianca's in her early 20s we're a little bit older than her and she just obviously had missed the whole you've got male sleepless in Seattle when Harry met Sally movie marathon that we all had in our younger years and we were like wait 
what? Are you, are you kidding us? Like Meg fucking Ryan, are we keen? Yes, we are keen. Oh my God. And remember, she could only do it in, let's say, 48 hours. And we were supposed to leave New York and go to LA. And B was like, I don't know if you guys will want to do this because it actually means you have to extend in New York. And we were like, are you fucking joking? We will fly back to Australia and fly back to New York just to sit down with Meg Ryan. We don't care when it is. We are doing it. Yes, we totally changed our plans. I remember B got on the phone the next day with Meg Ryan's publicist. And I remember her saying, yeah, Meg thinks it'll be fun. And we were like, what what is going on right now we were like why why does meg think it will be fun like what about it it's gonna be fun like it's obviously gonna be fun for us but why will it be fun for her we were totally freaking out oh my god and yeah i remember being in the cab on the way there i think i was doing like a meditation in my ears i was so nervous And we literally went to her house. It was just us. And she was the coolest person. So chilled out. And I know everybody says celebrities, they're real people just like us. But I feel like that was a moment for me of being like, oh, Meg Ryan is just a person who has interests, who's interesting, who has her own issues, who is starting her own business, all these things. And having her sit down with us, little old us on our little old podcast, it was just like, oh, kind of coming back to what you said before of like, we're all just people. We all have our own special thing. Meg Ryan's happens to be that she was in a bunch of really cool movies and that doesn't need to be more special than anything else that anybody does. She was so, so lovely and normal. Yeah, that's so true. Oh my God, that was so crazy. The other celebrity we were supposed to interview on that trip, which we didn't end up, was June Diane Raphael. I don't know if there are any Grace and Frankie fans out there, but she plays Brianna in Grace and Frankie and it didn't end up working out for timing I think but as a Grace and Frankie fan I also died about that and then when it didn't happen I equally died (laughs) yeah and I think it was oh we'll do it next time we're in LA and then COVID hit and no one's ever going anywhere ever again thank you the end (laughs) and the other one who said yes to us that we were so excited about is Kathy Griffin, but the timing also just didn't align there. But yeah, for a moment there, we did realize that this podcast was our genius portal to sit down with all the celebrities that we absolutely love. And that was a real trip. Oh my God. And then there was that time very recently earlier this year where we tricked you all into thinking we were interviewing Michelle Obama and then in fact it was an April Fool's. Oh no. That made me feel so guilty, but honestly, we got you so hard. Oh my God. I had somebody walk up to me in JB Hi-Fi a couple months ago and be like, hi, um, I just want to ask when's the episode with Michelle Obama coming out? And I had to break it to this woman in the middle of JB Hi-Fi that that was an April Fool's joke. Uh, it was good though. It was good. It was really good. And I feel like maybe we'll bring back How to Live the Podcast for real one day if we do land an interview with Michelle Obama. Absolutely. Or even June Diane Raphael. I would not turn my nose up at. Huh? For sure. And I think for me, reflecting on the last couple of years and how I've changed Something that I thought about was how I've been able to be so open and vulnerable and emotional on this podcast. And two and a half years ago, the idea of doing that for me was just not a possibility, babe. Like I was so, so closed. I think I've opened up 
so much mm. to the point where it's fun to cry. Before I would have been terrified to cry. And now I love crying. Yes. That's pretty crazy. I think we've both gone on breaks with our boyfriends while we've been recording this podcast in the last couple of years. Definitely. Yep. Take that one off. And something else that I've realized is I have really heavily let go of being a perfectionist. I'm still a little bit of a perfectionist, but I think recording our episode with Amantha Imba, who is an organizational expert and really hearing all of her tips for productivity and how she let go of being a perfectionist herself. I started to really notice how much of a perfectionist I was, how when I was editing the podcast, I'd literally notice that my body would be tense listening to it because I'd be like trying to steer it in this way and that way. Remember my invisible steering wheel? I've spoken about that before that I was trying to steer it in a certain way and kind of letting go of trying to control and just accepting what is and letting go of that need to be such a perfectionist for everything to be perfect has been a massive one for me. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing. I also feel like it's just really challenged us in every single way to continue to learn and continue to evolve. It's even encouraged me to try new things in my relationship and just be a better human and seek out better things. So like I actually had my birthday over the weekend. Happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. Something that I received pretty consistently in text messages from people was about how I live a life in line with my values. And I know that I do. But it was really different and special to see it written out like that and know that that is my friend's perception of me. And I think that if I'm honest, the podcast has really helped me solidify that, helped me solidify my values, but more so than anything, almost kept me accountable in a way to live by my values. So I think that it's not so much I didn't know what they were, But through this podcast, I've really been encouraged to embody them. So an example of that is when we started this podcast, I think I was pescatarian. I was definitely pescatarian. And then even mentioning here that I'm now dabbling in vegetarianism and then even mentioning here that I'm dabbling in veganism, I felt like this podcast has in a way been my accountability buddy to help me follow through with the things that I say that I'm going to do. What are we going to do now that we don't have a podcast? (laughs) Well, we'll just have to keep each other accountable. And also, I think for me as well, openness really does come to mind. And I remember there was this moment that I shared something. There have been like a few key shares that I've had on this podcast that have broken down barriers for me. So one was when we sat down with Lucy and Rosie Thomas from Project Rocket. And this was just in passing. But I remember I mentioned that I used to be a bully at school. And that is like one of my number one shame things. Like I'm so ashamed of that. And I remember saying those words and how like hectically my heart was beating in my chest. And then I just said the words and it wasn't a big deal. And it was just like, I broke through this barrier that I had been carrying by not naming it or something. 
And that was like a huge moment of letting go for me and offering myself like a level of forgiveness. Like that's who I was, but that doesn't define who I am. And it's okay that that's who I was. I can't do anything about it now. I feel a lot of remorse, but also it's not a reflection on who I am in this moment. So that was really special. Yeah, I feel like there is so something special in speaking the things that are keeping you in the shame bubble. I feel like so often I'll have something come up and it feels so serious and it feels like such a big deal when you're holding it. You don't want anyone to see it. You don't want to tell anyone. It feels so shameful. Like whether you have a crush on someone or whether you had this shameful thought or whether it's something that's popped up, a memory that's popped up from when you were younger of, like you said, the way you used to behave or something like that. And I feel like it feels so big when you're holding it inside. And the moment you say it out loud, it just dissipates. And it's just like, whoa, okay, this is so not that big. And Brene Brown talks about this a lot. Shame wants you to keep it secretive. That's the thing about shame. But the second you share it, it just loses all its power. Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like That's exactly what's happened with me, that I've shared so much on here that I've been ashamed to say and haven't even shared with my bestest, bestest friends. And through that, it's just allowed me to really step into my power and own any of my shortcomings or my downfalls or the things that I regret in like a way that it's not a fucking reflection of who I am right now. And like, all I can do is move forward in a way that I feel is most authentic to me. And none of the things that we've done in our past are a reflection on who we are right now, as long as we acknowledge them and we move forward in a way that we feel is better. Agreed. And another thing I was reflecting on is that we have done so much work on ourselves. My goodness, we've read so many self-help books. We have learned to meditate. We have learned to take care of ourselves. We have discovered crystals and oh my god you've done your yoga teacher training while we've been doing this so much for ourselves that I feel like is so important and I feel like it's actually been this really cool transition period in our lives from living lives in a certain way I want to say the old way the more normal societal patriarchal way to finding our own ways and I feel like it's so cool that we've been able to bring people on this journey because I feel like I know so many people so many friends who listen to this podcast so many people that we don't know personally that listen to this podcast that have gone on similar journeys at the same time and it's been so cool that we've been able to be here together learning about this together learning about a new way of life a new way of taking care of ourselves like you said in the beginning this podcast was more girl bossy it was a little bit more grind and hustle and now we've found the new hustle we've found a way to actually get our self-worth from within not from without not from our business we've found ways to go inwards and really look at ourselves and have hard conversations with ourselves and with people around us like wow what a huge transformation have we all gone on in this time Mm, yeah it's been pretty incredible and I feel like it's allowed us to connect with ourselves a lot deeper 
And also, I don't know how you feel about this, Steph, but also to connect with others. So having feelings and questioning things, it's like a very internal experience, right? And I remember something that really comes to mind is when we had that idea to do an episode on how to make friends as adults. And most things that come up in this podcast is just the two of us sitting down, maybe with some members of our team like Bea and Claire, and just having chats about what feels relevant to us and what are we internally questioning right now and how to make friends with adults was something you were experiencing because you had just moved to Byron and you were looking to create a new friendship circle there and it wasn't necessarily something that we thought yes this is something everybody deals with and it was such an interesting experience to put the episode out and have so much back to us from our listeners saying, oh my God, yes, this is exactly what I need. I'm also struggling to make friends as an adult. I also don't know how to meet new people. And all these people were having a similar experience. So I feel like there's been really something in that that's just shown us how to connect with others and how connected we all actually are, but we're not telling each other. Like we're having the same internal experience But the thing that's separating us is that we're not acknowledging it or sharing it with each other. Yes. And the moment that we share it with each other is the moment that we can connect with each other. Yes. How many times have we put out an episode and then we've got messages from people being like, yes, this is something I thought only me and my friends talk about, or this is something I've been thinking, but I haven't been able to articulate it. And it's pretty cool to just realize that we are all having a really similar internal experience and it's so powerful to share that with the people around you because often the things that you think, oh my God, people are going to think I'm such an idiot for saying this, for thinking this. It's actually like a point of connection of, oh my God, me too. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and so crazy to think about how all of those tips about how to make friends as an adult have really been able to help us I feel like I have so many friends now here in Byron before six or eight months ago, before we recorded that episode, before we did that Instagram live with my friend Dean and got all his tips. I feel like all of my friends were pretty much people that I'd been friends with my whole life, people I'd been at primary school and high school with. And it's been a pretty amazing transformation to actually push myself beyond boundaries that before I really didn't want to push beyond, push past those edges, put myself out there and make new friends and realize that when we do hold ourselves back because of fear, well then had I done that, I wouldn't have ended up with all these friends. And I get it's so scary. I was so, so scared by it. But Putting myself out there and facing those fears has led to so many beautiful friendships and has led to me establishing this incredible life in Byron that I wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. How good is that? So many learnings. I feel like this podcast has taught us so much. And it's also taught me that we'll forever be learning. We sat down with people in their 60s that are like, oh, I don't have it figured out. So while our byline was figuring out this thing called life and we have definitely made some headway, I think that the beautiful reminder in the truest form of this podcast is that if you're always feeling like you're trying to figure out this thing called life, 
you're always on a journey of evolution. And I, for one, really want to live my life in that way. I want to constantly be questioning things. I want to constantly be having new experiences and learning new things, not just now in my 20s, but for the future and beyond. Oh, it's so true. And I love learning. Learning is fun. Figuring out things is fun. And I feel like being in my 30s, I feel like this podcast has been at such an amazing time for me because when you're turning 30, which for you is happening next year, ah, <laughs> I feel like people say to you, oh, 30, oh, your 30s are so good. So much is going to happen. You're going to learn so much. And you're like, what? what the fuck are you talking about? But I feel like now that I'm 33, I feel like, whoa, I've learned so much. I've figured out so much. I'm so much more at ease with myself. I'm in so much of a better place in terms of my confidence, in terms of what matters to me. I don't wear makeup anymore, all of these good things. So I feel like I've got this really nice foundation for continuing to learn. You know, I feel like your 20s are tough. Your 20s are full of insecurities and full of questions and awkward moments. And it's nice to know that life just keeps getting easier and keeps getting better. And I feel like society wants us to believe otherwise that it's all downhill once you get wrinkles. But I actually think it's the total opposite. And we're going to be learning forever. And every single day that you learn more is going to enrich your life more and create a better experience for you here on this planet. Yes. Amen, sister. Okay, so make sure you come and hang out with us at our new podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple, all the good places that you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's called Tubes. That's T-W-O-O-B-S. And of course, you always know where to find us. We are How to Live. And that's our handle on Instagram. Make sure you come and keep hanging out with us there. Love you so, so much. Thank you from the bottom of our souls for coming on this journey with us each and every time you've tuned in. It has just lit us up with so much goodness. Can't tell you how grateful we are enough. Honestly, it has meant so much to us. And it's not goodbye forever. It's just a see you later and you know where you can always, always find us if you need us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This has been such an incredible journey that we have gone on together. We have loved every single moment of it and we can't wait to see what this next step in the journey looks like with you. Keep exploring, keep asking the big questions. If you need reminders from us, hit us up or go back and listen to our episodes. We have learned from so many incredible people and we've learned from each other. Thank you. We are Jess and Steph Dad on. This has been a wild ride and so much love from us to you. Bye. See ya. How to live.